0: Al <clears> hadith, <throat> The second hadith On Abu Hurayrah radiya ta'ala Anhu Qala Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam La yakabbalu allahu Salata ahadikum Ida ahadatha Abu Hurayrah narrated that The messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Said La yakabbalu Allah does not accept Salata ahadikum The prayer of one of you Ida ahadatha if he comes with major or minor impurity. أحدث, if he does minor impurity. Minor impurity. لا يقبل الله, Allah does not accept أحدكم, The prayer of one of you. إِذَا أحدث, If he comes with minor impurity حَتَّى يتوضأ, Until he does wudu' Until he does wudu' This hadith is collected by Imam uh, al-Bukhari and also al-Imam al-Muslim. And that's the condition of Abdul Ghani, Abdul Wahid, al-Maghdisi. Imam al-Bukhari narrated in two places in his sahih He narrated in Kitab al-Wudu' Bābū la tuqbalu salāt bighayri al-duhūr. And he also narrated in his Kitab al-Hiyal Bābū fi Imam al-Muslim, on the other hand, he narrated in Kitab al-Tahāra and you need to know the chapterings of Muslim was not done by Imam Muslim it was done by Imam nawawi and others but he done the he mentioned the books of his kitab so Bukhari narrated in two places and Muslim narrated in one place and the wording of this is Bukharis. the wording is owned by Bukhari the wording that we're taking the narrator of the hadith his name is um, Abu Hurairah and his name is disputed upon 30 views, 30 views, 30 different views regarding his name. The strongest is Abdul Rahman, Ibn Sakhr um, uh, Dosi, who is from the people of uh, Dosi. Al-Azdi, he was a Yemeni. He took Islam, Abu Khaybar, the year of Khaybar is when he took Islam. And he participated in the Prophet ﷺ with that battle. He then remained with the Messenger وسلم, ever since he took Islam. And he is referred to as Hafidhu al-Sahaba Wa Islam He is referred to as the Hafidh of the Islam and the Sahabas. He is the one who narrated the most ahadith. He died, Rahimahullah, when the year was 57 that's the strongest view and he died in Baqir he was buried in Baqir so he remained with the Prophet that year of Khaibar which was the eighth year uh, seventh year the seventh year the eighth year the ninth year and the tenth year the prophet died so he remained with the Prophet for how many years four years he stayed with the Prophet only only four years and there is no narration greater than him in number um, this hadith deals with the ruling of the salah without wudu. Without wudu, this hadith deals with the salah without wudu. Let's stand over the worries of the hadith. لا يقبل الله, Allah does not accept. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala does not accept. Remember, it's in a the way it's written. Is it's a negation but it's a it is the highest level of prohibition it prohibits a person from praying a salah without wudu and it also tells them so it's got prohibition and it's got negation it's, it's prohibiting you from it and it's also negating the fact that your salah won't be accepted so it's got two things, and that shows you the eloquence of the Messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Salah, linguistically, means du'a, and the technical meaning is a ibadatun. It's a ibadah, which is that to akwal a ibadah that consists of speech and actions, makhsousa, that are specific, to adda fi auqat in that are established at specific times, it starts and it opens with takbir, and it finishes with At-Taslim. That's what it means technically. The word Ahdata, what does it mean? Imam al-Bukhari, in one of his narrations, he mentions that a man from the people of Hadramaut, a man from the people of Hadramaut, Yemen, came to Aba Hurairah and said to him, what is the hadith in this hadith? What does it mean? And he said to him, it means passing a wind or the sound. So he, ref- he explained it, Abu Huraira, bil the lowest part of breaking your wudu, passing wind. Passing wind is the lowest. Urine is greater. Faeces is greater. Doing your call of nature. But it doesn't mean Abu Huraira is not saying that it's only passing wind or the sound. That doesn't mean that. But he was explaining it to him. He was explaining it to him, because. Um, you can't pray if you've just done, um, you've just come out of the toilet, um, you've urinated, you've done a call of nature. They break the wudu. The sleeping also breaks the wudu. The hadith is two types. Hadith akbar, Hadith ashar. Hadith is two types. There's a hadith which is akbar, which is, j- is three. Hadith akbar is three. It is janaba, it is also hiz, and it's also nifas. Janaba means what? When the person, goes, to, when the person um, go, goes through sexual intercourse, what has now befallen on them is called janaba. You have to lift it up with major major tahara, by having a ghusl. That, is the, that state that you're in is called hadith, hadith akbar. Also, when the woman is on her menstrual cycle, it's called But She's also, what she is at that particular moment is called hadith akbar and also the third which is when the woman goes through nifas meaning she gives birth and she's bleeding and um, her natal bleeding that's also called what hadath akbar those three are hadath akbar hadath asghar is when the person breaks their wudu when the person breaks their wudu by either going to the toilet and doing number two or by doing number one or also passing wind passing wind He will not be pure if. So this hadith is referring to which one? Hadith Akbar or Asghar? Why? Because it conditioned what? Hatta yatawadda until he does wudu. Until he does a wudu. So if he has minor impurity, minor impurity, then he has to do wudu in order to remove it. Now, the wudu is an asal. But if he doesn't find the wudu, meaning the water, is unable to find water then of course the tayammum stands in the position of the water and other admirations and, and so have mentioned that the fiqh that we extract from the hadith the first point wujub al-tahara it is mandatory to do tahara and the tahara is a prerequisite it's a condition which is prerequisite for the acceptance of the Salah. And in this Hadith, the word that is used is la يقبلوا. Pay attention, brothers. This is a fiqh which is very ameek. You have to look into it. لا يقبلوا الله. Allah does not accept, right? Also, the Prophet ﷺ, he said La yaqbalu الله salata Allah does not accept the prayer of the person who goes to a fortune teller. 40 days, the salah is not accepted. And this hadith is mentioned that the person who has minor impurity, the salah is not accepted. And the slave that runs away from his master, which is, which is called, and the abd, which is abiq, who ran away from his slave, he also, and the wife that disobeys her husband, all of them, the salah is not accepted. The salah is not accepted. The lack of acceptance here doesn't mean that they don't have to come with the salah, so does that mean that that slave, he doesn't pray? Or does that mean that wife doesn't pray? Or does that mean that the person that went to the fortune teller doesn't pray the salah? Is that what we're going to say? Don't pray the salah because the salah is not accepted. Pay attention, the ulama <coughs> explained it. There's three words that are really close to each other, which is called Qubul, Suha and Ijza. There are three left words that are really close to one another. So the, word, the first one is Qubul, acceptance. What does Qubul mean? Acceptance. 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 Qubul encompasses Sihah and Ijzah. Are you with me? Yeah. The word Sihah and Ijzah. means that the Salah is Sahih. And your Salah is Mujzi. Mujzi meaning you are rewarded for it. Does that make sense? In the Salah is Sahih, is correct. So, if a person, pay attention, he prays without wudu, pay attention. If a person prays the salah without wudu, we always say to him, pray again. Now pray with wudu. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. Because the salah is not sahih. The salah is not sahih. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. So, the sahih, the hadith, la yaqbalullahu, is referring to siha, wal quwul, Three of them is uplifted from you. You're not going to get accepted. Mm -hmm. We also have to bring that salah back. Whereas the slave, which is the abiq, we will say the ijza, the reward from Allah is absent from you. Lakin if you pray it is, it's sahih. Oh. The salah is sah- sahih. You make sense? The salah is sahih. You pray the sah- salah which is sahih. As long as you don't um, as long as you pray correctly. The second point. The salah, the second benefit, the second fiqh that we take from the hadith is the, salah, the, the hadith here mentions that Allah does not accept the salah of uh, any one of us uh, as long as we come with wudu. Why did it mention wudu when we know that Allah does not accept the salah of an individual? Allah does not accept the salah of an individual if he comes with minor impurity unless he does wudu. The hadith here right now mentions wudu. you see? When we know that there's times when a person cannot find anything to do with it, He can't find water, now can he find tayyamu. And his salah is accepted. If he prays it, he has none of the two. We will say this is called, you have to remember, is called makhraj al-ghalib. Kharaja makhraj al-ghalib. It has been used for something that happens majority of the times. Time, you're not gonna, it's very rare that a person comes to a, a position where he has no water and he has no uh, uh, sand or dust that he can use, very rare. The hadith is talking about the majority of the times, um, you're going to find those two, so your salah won't be accepted if you don't do uh, wudu. Three, la the third one is the الصحة does not necessitate always قبول. I mentioned that already. That the siha doesn't necessitate qubul. Meaning, the servant who ran away from his master, we will say salah to go sahih. Your salah is sahih. But it doesn't necessitate that Allah accepted it. Just because your salah is sahih, and you come with the conditions of the salah, doesn't necessitate that it has to be accepted. It doesn't necessitate. It doesn't. This is something in the hands of Allah. 4. The Salah, there are those which are accepted and those which are rejected. The Salah that the people pray, there are minha maqbul, those which are accepted, wa minha and those which are rejected. Anything that goes according to the Sharia and that which it conditions and it asks you to come with, then it will be accepted. And anything that opposes it, then it's rejected. مَنْ Anybody who introduces it into our affairs, that which is not from it will be rejected. 5. The salah is not accepted. The salah is not accepted without having major and minor purity. This hadith talked about the minor impurity, right? So the person had the major already. So the minor is missing. So he has to come with the mi- major minor purity. So the hadith shows that Allah doesn't accept that a person is missing major or minor impurity. The salah of a person who prays her um, without wudu, what he's doing is haram and he's a sinner. If you praise him. And some of the scholars made a takfir of that person, if he praises, it. Because it falls under buqrin, Allah wa ta'ala. Seven, honoring the salah, and the state is in the position of the salah. Because nothing is accepted to do in it except out of purity. So it, the salah is, it is great and it's noble. Allah does not accept from it except that which is complete purity. It doesn't accept that which is complete purity. Number eight, a salatu The salah will nullify by coming with hadith. Major or minor, it doesn't matter. Whether you come with it by accident or whether it's done by deliberately. If you pass a width by accident, it wasn't, you didn't do, do it deliberately. Can you say, oh, it's my fault, I did it by accident. We're going to say, no, still your salah doesn't exist. Still have to purify yourself. Nine. The wudu is not necessary for every salah. Well, where did that come from? How do you get that from the So it, only, it means that if you don't, if Hadith is the formal Mukhalafah, the opposite understanding is that if Hadith hasn't come to you, you in a state of purity until he diverts you from it. And I've not seen anyone who brought this out except in Mutaqeek al rahimahullah. <laughs> he took from this hadith that the person can stay on one tahara for the whole day. It doesn't have to necessarily he doesn't have to necessarily um, do wudu' um, every single every single salah. Also, there are other narrations that show that uh, it, it's, it's sufficient for one tahara for the whole day the fact that the messenger did it one time. He prayed five prayers, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, with one wudu the day of the Fatha Makkah. And then Umar said to him, O oh messenger of Allah, you have done something you never have done before. You've never done before. And then the Prophet said, Umar. Umar, I did it deliberately. Meaning I was showing the legislation, the permissibility of it. Now that also shows, brothers, because the Prophet used to renew his daha wudu a lot it is recommended and it's noble that you try to renew all the time because rarely umar is saying really oh messiah he's never seen umar the prophet do it first time huh so what can you see from that that he normally used to do here yeah, renew it all the time number 10 the salah brothers is a sila wafiqah the salah is a very 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 strong bond between the servant and his lord and it's the path to success and prosperity. And because of that it is important that the person is on a state of purity. And that he beautifies himself also when he stands in front of Allah As Allah said in the Quran, Ya Bani the children of Adam, take your beauty with you. inda kulli to every salah. So what masjid him means salah? Every time you come to the what, to Salah, make sure you are in a state of uh, purity. And you are beautiful.